It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. David Turner, good afternoon. Welcome. Privileged to have you in studio. Oh, it's good to be in the studio for a change, actually. It's great. Mm. Now, David, you've got a big smile on your face because I know that the announcement that you're about to tell everyone about has been a work in progress. It hasn't been easy. Um, a lot of legalities, I guess, around it. But the good news is it's going to happen. And what a wonderful opportunity to showcase New Zealand's influence in motorsport, not only to us here in New Zealand, but hopefully around the world. What is the big news? Well, like you said, if you want it hard enough and you desire it, then no matter how hard it is, you chase it just like a driver does. So that's exactly what we've been doing. And um, yeah, proud, very feel very proud actually to announce it with you this afternoon that um, Perspective Group, my company, will be uh, producing a documentary on New Zealanders in IndyCar, not just the drivers, but the many, many crew that are behind the scenes in very significant roles. Uh, and we've got the go-ahead from the Penske Entertainment uh, Corporation and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and we'll be shooting the documentary during the entire month of May and the first week in June in Detroit as well at the Detroit Grand Prix. So it's all go, and uh, Sky Sport New Zealand will be our official broadcaster for it later in the year. And we'd imagine then that hopefully some other international companies will pick this up and showcase this to the rest of the world. When we think of IndyCars, we think of Scott Dixon and more recent times we think of Scotty McLaughlin but the New Zealand influence in this is far greater and far broader tell us about some of the personalities some of the people that are going to be introduced to the wider sporting public well it, it is you know and that, that's been my desire to um to do what we're about to do and it is a documentary rather than a reality series so making that quite clear but it will be around those significant events that happen including the 107th running of the Indy 500 so it's you know it's a pretty milestone event for me it's actually my I only worked this out this morning it's my 21st Indy 500 this year so we might as well do it in style eh? so um, but it is it's about the, the other New Zealanders, we know that we've got a, a host of drivers up there and, and obviously Dixon's the leader of the pack there, McLaughlin, Marcus Armstrong joining the series this year, Hunter McRae in the Indy Next Feeder Series and then further down the ladder in USF 2000, Jacob Douglas out of Christchurch. So we've got some great driving talent but when you look further behind the scenes, uh, you've got the Julian brothers from, from Stratford or from the Taranaki area. Um, Blair has been with Ganassi as long as Scott has and yet it's not known. And, and what's his role? Uh, well, he started out at the at the very, if you like, the floor sweeper end, and uh, he's now a team manager uh, on one of the teams in, in, in the management structure of Ganassi. And, and he's a boy from Taranaki. And he's a boy from Taranaki. And his brother, uh, Anton, has worked at Andretti Autosport, uh, worked for Sarah Fisher Racing, worked on the A1GP US team, um, and is currently at the McLaren IndyCar team as well. So, that, you know, there's a significant brother relationship there, if you like. And then we've got... I was going to say cast of thousands, but it's not quite that many. But, you know, there's, there are the Kiwis. Paul Ziggy Harkis is the team manager at Andretti's and has held that position for quite some time. Um, very, very significant guy. has been around the sport, you know, his entire life with Packwest Racing, had dealings with Dixon early on, all that sort of thing. So th these guys do strategy during the race and, and a, a variety of roles. Um, 
Malcolm Finch, who you know came from Auckland and, and worked for Lyle Williamson's International Motorsport Organisation here, is a data engineer at, at Penske. And you know uh, his first Indy 500, uh, he was doing the data management during the race for Simon Paginot, and they won the 500. So it was a great way for him to start. So he's now you know looking after some of McLaughlin's data. Um, Brendan Cleave, who works for McLaren, is a damper specialist, and you know these. What's a damper specialist? Like a shock absorber. Okay. So, and those guys play a very, very significant role in how the car is set up and the understanding of what that mechanical part of the car is doing, and and they're just they're really highly regarded. There was a guy I met a few years ago who was doing a very similar role in NASCAR and came from Gordonton near Hamilton. Um, and he could pretty much name his prices to what he got paid because he was that good at understanding that part of the technology. So there's a host of Kiwis there. There's an, another guy, Shane Davey, who is a carbon fibre specialist and runs a company called Kiwi Composites just outside of Indianapolis. And these guys, they, they more than hold their own just as much as the drivers do, and they're just as sought after as the drivers as well. Because of the New Zealand influence over there, have Indy cars and those factory teams with Indy cars really woken up to New Zealand as a brand in terms of its people power across the motorsport industry? Are they now looking to New Zealand for expertise? Uh, if they haven't, they should. But, um, I, yeah, I think they're aware of it. They're certainly aware of the fact that we're you know, a smaller nation, if you like, in the South Pacific. But what we do and our mentality and attitude towards the job, whether it be a driver or a person behind the scenes, is... You know, second to none. Um, I recently had a, a conversation with Scott McLaughlin, and we t- said, you know, we're batting above our, our weight, and I think we are. But we, we, a lot of it is work ethic, Mark. You know, like our guys don't do this nine to five thing. You know, they they realise that if the job's got to be done or the effort's got to be put in there, then they do it. And mm. just as much as say a person like Dixon, one of his most remarkable things, and you hear Chip Chip Ganassi and, and Mike Hull, the managing director at Ganassi's talk about it a lot. It's Scott's work ethic and the amount of effort he puts in as well outside of the car. Mm. So, yeah, no, the Kiwis have got a good reputation there, and these guys deserve, in my eyes anyway, and I kind of convinced Sky Sport about it as well, is the fact that they deserve some recognition on the home platform. Mm. Yeah, so the documentary is going to be called Born to Fly. I've seen some of the opening sequences, and they just look incredible. I mean, it's a motive. You get goosebumps. You. <laughs> Sense of nationalism just comes across. It's got you with a test audience. <laughs> and, and, and we love the fact, don't we, that here's little old New Zealand on the big stage in big America and one of their big sporting events and that we are going to see the extent beyond Scott Dixon. We're going to see that it's more than just what Scotty McLaughlin is doing and just the intricacies and the subtleties and the small percentages that are required to actually win at the highest level. Yeah, well, you know, and, and these guys... They live for it as well, just as much as the drivers do. You know, for them to win a 500, say, uh, means a significant amount to them personally. Um, so it's there's the energy to drive that, if you like, as well. And, and if you look at them, the majority of them, in many cases, are New Zealanders that have migrated over to the US and will one day ultimately probably come home as well. But they've led the pathway, so they've also said. Um, there, there is a window of opportunity. Sure, it might be slightly harder to do these days because of immigration laws and things like that. But at the end of the day, they've said it can be done, just as many years ago now Scott Dixon said it could be done, and look mm. at where he is now. And you know, McLaughlin's proving that already as well, and I can almost bet you that Marcus mm. Armstrong will prove that as well. What I'm looking forward to, and you've already mentioned it, 
is going to be the Indianapolis 500. Yep. Mm. 400,000 people on the day <laughs> turn up to watch this at the Brickyard. You win it, you get to scull, what, a pint of milk. Yep. And Scott Dixon, I think, won it what, back in 2008? 2008. Hasn't won it since. Came very close last year. Yep. And just to show the enormity of that, because I think that is lost on a lot of New Zealanders here. It's massive. And, you know... And when it comes to handing out the gongs at the end of the year, and I probably fell into that basket initially when I first came in already. I didn't understand the magnitude of it. And I think I was going, oh, what do you mean Scott Dixon? And yes, okay, he's won the Indy, but it's not F1. Only to sort of have to go, hang on a minute, mate. This is arguably bigger. This is better. This is almost harder to win. And what I'm hoping with your documentary, you show the magnitude of that. And therefore you show just how good our drivers are, just how good our people are. Well, to give you an idea, like um, the the gates officially open on race day morning at six a.m. in the morning, and there's a cannon and fireworks and stuff that that go off at that time. For me personally, the last few years that I've been there, I've left the hotel that I've stayed in, which is probably about twenty minutes away from the track, at four in the morning to get to the media car park in time. And most times when I've got to the media car park, it's already been full, and I've parked in a overflow car park that they have. So. You know, it's it's a full-on day. It is the largest single-day sporting event in the world. There is nothing that tops it. There might be over, you know, multiple days, but not on a single day. Mm. Um, and, and there's this bunch of New Zealanders behind the scenes that are a key part of the mechanics of the yeah. whole thing. And they're proudly that too. You know, there's significant little things that a lot of these guys have. They might have the word Kiwi on their helmet, or there's, I've seen one with a character of a little sheep on his helmet. Um so, you know, the New Zealand branding, if you like, is, is there and they're very much mm. New Zealanders. And there's always a Kiwi team photo, which we're hoping to capture this year as well. And I'm sure you'll capture this, but I want to ask you now, like how big a star, when you get to Indianapolis, how big a star is Scotty Dixon? They're all big. McLaughlin is now too. McLaughlin has arrived. Anyone who underestimates that is, you know, needing to recalculate that idea. So those guys are big. McLaughlin's had a taste of what the Indy 500 is like with a crowd last year, so he knows what he's in for this year, um, as opposed to the COVID year where there was no crowd there. Mm. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're big. Very big, but they're very humble Kiwis still. Mm. David Turner, my guest in studio from Perspective Group, announcing today that a two-part television documentary is going to be made on the New Zealanders involved in the Indy cars in the United States, not just the drivers, but those people behind the scenes, those people that make up um, the intellect or the intellectual property of a large number of the big teams. David, how much access are you actually going to have? <laughs> uh, well, hopefully no one from Penske Entertainment's listening. No, we're, we're probably going to get quite a bit, actually. Like, the teams are very good. Um, I've, I've spoken to all the teams that a lot of the Kiwis are associated with already, and they're very welcoming on the fact that they know what I'm trying to do here um, and arranging interview times, you know, with all the people from the drivers to the crew. So I think that they'll be accommodating. The advantages we've got, too, is that we're over the multiple races. We're there for Indy Grand Prix, the 500, and then Detroit the following week after the 500. So it gives us a few chances of you know capturing stuff that we want to do. Um, Detroit will be considerably mm. different as well. And Marcus is in for two of those events. So, yeah, no, I, th I think we'll get some good access. And, and on race day, uh, yeah, as you've just said, it's about trying to um, showcase just what it's like even at 7 o'clock in the morning when you're seeing fifty or 60,000 people coming in the gates at that time of the day and the race doesn't start till noon. And these New Zealanders are behind the scenes, checking their headsets, checking yeah. their computers, looking for little glitches. 
monitoring, analysing the data, communicating all of that to the drivers going through their warm-up protocols, having to deal with the sponsor side of it, having to deal with the pressure of expectation and capturing all of that emotion. And you might be the driver, but the guy that, as you mentioned, those guys behind the scenes that are calculating, looking at a lot of the data, is under as much pressure to get it right. But I, I always remember, Mark, the um, the year that Dixie won it back in 2008, and we were there doing you know the show at that stage when I was still working at, at TVNZ. And um, what surprised me at the end of the race when he won and we were standing out on the yard of bricks to interview him was the number of Kiwi flags I suddenly saw pop up in the grandstands. It's like, where the heck did these come from? And there's people waving, you know, New Zealand flags. And then there was a group of about 15 guys that came down underneath the podium after he'd, you know, drunk the milk and all that sort of stuff and started doing this impromptu haka. Mm. It's like, where did these guys come from? So there's, there's quite an interesting fan base that travels there every year. I know of a number of tour groups that go there. So, you know, it, it, again, I, I'm very lucky I got told about this event in 1996, and it does get into you. There is something very special about it. Sure, I've been to Formula One Grand Prix, but nothing surpasses the Indy 500. Oh, the Americans do it well too, don't they? They do yep. know how to entertain. They do know how to bring it to the public. And more importantly, what I think I like about the Americans is the fans still ultimately own the sport. Yeah, oh, very much so. And all the drivers and multiple sporting codes, as we well know, commented about how hard sport was during the COVID period where there was no fans there. And uh, Indy's one of those places particularly where the fans make that event. It's very uniquely the way they do it. Okay, the documentary, Born to Fly. So start filming shortly, get off to the United States, looking at this group of New Zealanders that uh, from drivers through to the technical people behind the scenes with some of the biggest um, factory teams in the world. When are we likely to see this come to air? Um, I'm just waiting to hear back from Sky Sport at the moment about it, so we're probably springing a bit of a surprise on on them in some ways. It's scheduled to go this year. It'll be in the last quarter of this year for sure. So I'm I'm picking probably around the August period on Sky Sport, and it will have multiple plays across Sky as well. It's not just a one-off screening. It'll be multiple plays to supplement what they're doing with IndyCar coverage as well. Well, well done, David Turner. 19 and a half minutes after two. Born to fly. Have we ever been in a better place in New Zealand motorsport than we are now, certainly the 1960s, the 1970s, particularly in Formula One, the likes of McLaren putting the sport in the limelight, but now right around the world, an IndyCar, United States, and it's New Zealanders who are definitely flying the flag. Documentary will be called Born to Fly. 0800 150 811. When we come back, we're going to turn it up. We're going to change it up. We're going to look at some supercars. We're going to look at Formula One. Got any questions regarding motorsport? Uh, any queries? Anything that you're not sure about? You want to talk about the Shane Van Gisbergen controversy for last week? Those lines are open. 0800 150 811.